Conversate for a few. Next episode of Conversate for a few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What are we doing today, bro? Yo, you know, it's one of those days, man. We we just talking, you know. We conversing for a few. And uh, we want to... We want to weave in together, I think, uh, you know what I mean? Who is Desiree, Desiree Perez as it relates to music and the legacy of Jay-Z? Yeah, hip-hop and how it's looked at as a whole. Like, a whole right. lot of things looked at as a whole. I mean, right. I, man, maybe it's people that, absolute, that have absolutely no idea who Desiree Perez is, right? So, initially, we, we talk about Desiree today, though. Uh, and this episode will air January 21st, yeah, yeah, 2020, Jan- January 21st, 2021, right? So it's the day after the inauguration of Joe Biden and the first black woman female president, uh, yeah. you know, what I mean, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. but before, fuck, fuck. Don Don got out of office. He signed about 150 parties. You know what I mean? He parted about 150 people. And one of those people, a few of those people were uh, of hip hop. Yeah. Uh, Like of hip hop. Harry O. um, Harry. Kodak. Co founder of, because everybody don't know who Harry O is. Harry O, co founder of Death Row Records. Um, Kodak Black. Lil Wayne. Um, Kwame Kilpatrick, who's not hip hop, but you know, notable black person. Uh, but the one we want to talk about is Desiree Perez, right? Because that is the odd one that stands out on the list. Super Very, odd. Super odd. Um, real quick though, before we get there, this is just interesting. Why would he? Why did he partner the co-founder and then partner the other one? Because of who went to bat on his behalf, like Snoop and a few other people went to, they went to, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he ended up getting in touch with a a woman named Alice Johnson who had uh, President Trump's ear. So that's why it was the the specific people that went to bat for Harry O versus nobody, I guess, going to bat for Suge Knight. Right, but which, which is funny because I would have thought that Snoop would have did the same thing for sure because he recently said he's visited him and he talks to him. Yeah, he, yeah. So, but I mean, I think they've been trying to get Harry O out for a while. Harry O okay. been in for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, twenty five years or thirty, one of them. He been in for a very long time. So I think it was like plus he's sick. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, but you know. It all depends. And I think they probably had a better case for Harry O. I think Harry O's been doing things to better himself or to appear to, at least to appear to be bettering, bettering, him, bettering himself since he's been in. And I don't know who should have been doing much of nothing. Yeah. yeah. Gooning on niggas in there. I don't know, you know. But, uh, yeah. The, 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 the Lil Wayne didn't surprise me. No. It didn't surprise me. Him or Kodak Black didn't surprise because both of them 
had like took pictures with him, showed support. So right. to me, the, the ironically, you know, what I mean, uh, it it turned out to be just politics one on one. Yeah, like I help you, you help me. That you know, what I mean, uh, it, it, what is it, quid pro quo? It, you yeah, know, this for that. That's what it looked like. Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. Now, all right, Desiree. <laughs> hey, yeah, Desiree. That just that name on the list is fucking odd. Where does that come from? How does that get brought to even his attention? Okay, okay, and I'm gonna post it too. Matter of fact, we already posted it. So yeah. conversateforafew.com. You go. I mean, not dot com. At conversate for a few on Instagram, right? So one thing that I did, I read. I didn't read every single name of every yeah. single person that got pardoned, but I read quite a few, right? Mm-hmm. And every person I saw, it had what they did, exactly what they did for the most part. Who was sponsoring their pardon? Mm-hmm. You know I mean like okay. the list of people that were right. sponsoring their pardon had tons of information. Hers had none of that. Hers had nothing. I mean, it was absolutely nothing. It was literally that it happened. I, which is so odd. That's what makes it weird. I mean, it's, it's tons of things that make it weird, but that's that's one of the main things. Like, the first thing that I saw was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to go to this site. I'm going to read what hers says, right? Okay, and I'm pulling some stuff up too. Right. Yeah. Right. President Trump granted a full pardon to Desiree Perez. Ms. Perez was involved in a conspiracy to distribute narcotics. Since her conviction, Ms. Perez has taken full accountability for her actions and has turned her life around. She has been gainfully employed and has been an advocate for criminal justice reform in her community. Gainfully employed, bro. She's the CEO of Rock Nation. Yeah, she's a millionaire. Matter of fact, in the year 20 uh and I, I just read this she was named woman music executive of the year yeah no for 2019 like what are you talking about Gay- made it seem like she was <laughs> that's on conversation for a few instagram too the fact that she was named that is beautiful but this is not a, first of all first of all this is not our, co- our first conversation about desiree perez let that be known right we you know both I mean? talked about it before a lot of other shows have talked about it in past recent months. We had already talked about it. We talked about it before a lot of shows did, and a lot of shows skipped it in, even then. Yeah, that's true. I think I can count on what? The only person that I remember mentioning it other than us was Flip the Script. Yep, that was, yeah, yep. I can't think of who else said anything about it other than us. Yep. Let me see. I'm going to get these Trump pardons up, yo. Because this pardon list, and I'm just going, and I read Desiree's, right? And I might read it again just so you can, so you can get the difference of, uh, come on, man. Take me to the list. So you can see how it's it's, it's just so different than, Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just going to read this one right here. This is crazy. 
Okay, here's another one that's a lot like hers. I see another one that was a lot like hers. Okay. I don't want to be reading from here, though. I want to be reading from the White House one. Right, the official document. The official document. That's what I want to be reading from. <laughs> the, uh, here we go. Nope. These people need to stop playing. Talk to me while I'm while I'm doing this, bro. Yeah, so it's funny because I'm reading because I'm just trying to see if anybody gave any information um, beyond what is on uh, the pardon, the names of people he pardoned that's on the White House, uh, I guess, website. Uh, so I'm reading the article on Revolt TV News. And it just the article's titled Trump Pardons Rock Nation CEO Desiree Perez. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much regurgitating the same stuff that you already, you know, that we already know about. Um, and uh, it doesn't, but it, it doesn't say, it doesn't give any information how, who, who sponsored it, who, like, how it was brought to attention and, I'm trying to figure out, I didn't, well, okay, let me say this. I never heard of a pardon of a person that's not serving an active jail sentence. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what are you pardoning the person? How, how are you pardoning a, million, a free millionaire? Well, they actually, get- they actually do pardon, they pardon dead criminals. Yeah, yeah, I, now I've heard of that, which is, that. that's also ridiculous. But yeah. I mean? So I guess yeah. it kind of falls into that, but... I, I guess and, even that. In my situation, though, if you think about it, in this in this right here, right, she was yeah. never convicted of anything, right? Mm, well, well, yeah. Was well, she? no. Because no, because before she could go to trial and get any type of conviction or sentences, she agreed to cooperate. cooperate. Right. So she was never convicted. She was charged, but charges was dropped once she agreed to become a government witness. Okay, so I, my my point is, my point is, if she was never actually convicted, how did she get? It, and okay, she was never actually convicted, but there's a reason for her to be parted now, and we know she was an informant at one time. What makes me think she, right now today, they just let her off the hook. Today, she's no longer an informant. Today, she could have turned in her badge. But every day before today, she had to do what they told her to do. That's what it sounds like to me. No, that is a fact. And if you remember, that's exactly what we said back when we first semi-discussed it. Yeah. Even even off the air. Right. right. Even off air. <laughs> it was off the air. We talking about like, yo, this kind of mean they probably got her like she's a part of them until they say she's not. Period. Cause they can just anytime they want bring back up the charges. But I guess this pardon kind of clears her. So it's a to be honest, it's a celebration day for her. Because she was like, I ain't tied to them no more. The only reason the only reason it ain't is cause they threw her name in the streets again. Like 
Yeah, that's the only thing, yeah. Like, you can't get your name no more in the streets than being on President Trump's pardon list today. Yeah, that's that's wild. That is nuts. Because when I, I was scrolling through and I saw it, yo, I immediately screenshot that shit and sent it to you. Like, immediately. Yeah. I was like, yo, wait a damn minute. Why is this here? Oh, um, so that's dangerous. But now that ties into something. And I, I already know, um, and you can speak on your, 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 you know, what I mean, your perspective on it. But I was reading, you know, what I mean, um, or listening to a re, uh, a old interview from I think 2015 with Dame Dash was on Sway, and um, I'm I'm gonna read his exact comments because I have the words up. Where, um, um, where he said. Where he made the uh, made a specific comment. Oh man, that's not it. Oh, here it is. Oh man. Well, I remember when he was on Sway. Well, because uh, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the actual clip right here. But I want to play the clip. He, he said that I read about his affiliation with an informant that he's in business with certain people. He said, it's tricky for me to say, but just based on where I'm from, I can't have nothing to do with that. There's no more business being done with me and him until I understand that situation. Okay. And I call bullshit. I say that's cap. Right. And it, and it, and it, may, uh, and it may be, but one, one thing is for sure is what you just said. E- even like if that's a lot, yeah, that's that would be a smart position to take if you were doing something that is not all the way right. Right. I'm not saying that he was, but I'm just saying that should have been any one position that maybe was doing anything that was not right. That was kind of connected to them, because technically at any given before she was part today, she was still, you know, what I mean, she still walking around with her badge. Yeah, he definitely hit her, him, Biggs. Everybody should have steered clear her based on what we understand today. Yeah. I just don't understand. Okay, based on his statement, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out, and we know, because we done watched enough interviews and all this other shit, you know what I mean? Um, Cameron had a relationship with OG Wan out of Harlem. Uh... Harlem is okay. Cameron had a relationship with OG Wan out of Harlem. Cameron also had a relationship with Jay Z. I mean, not Jay Z with Dang. with Dame Dash out of Harlem, right? So you telling me he ends up on Rockefeller and OG Wan ends up being Jay Z's right hand man through all this time, right? And they go back this far, far enough that we know it. they interacted prior to when Desiree got locked up. Dame was there too. How in the hell did all that time pass and all that interaction happen and Dame not know that this woman is an informant and that she got locked up with 42 keys? Mm-hmm. How he not know that OG Wan woman got locked up? Right, right. So I got... How did he have to read that in paperwork in 2015, 
Right. Yeah, I I, I don't yeah, I don't know. There's cap. I, yeah, and and I think he knew Ojiwan on his own. That's my point. What's knew, the I, chances? What's the chances that Cam was running with OG Wan, Dame running with OG Wan, they both end up running with Jay Z and they don't know each other. Right. Yeah, so I I don't I don't know how he didn't know that. Now, the funny thing is, is that when this happened was nineteen ninety four. Mm-hmm. That 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 year is significant because in between you you're talking about eighty nine to his first release, Jay Z first released album ninety six, you get um we get if you listen to our last podcast, a reinvention. Right. Right. In between that time. Um, so I do believe everybody knew about it, but everybody wanted to keep it under wraps because they knew yeah, what right. what kind of sound that the flagship artist with his new kind of persona was going to be. And it would have definitely, I think, crippled his image to have that so close to him. Yeah, um, somebody they told. 96, absolutely. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think they did a good job suppressing it for a long time but i mean but we know people knew you know a while ago years ago my thing is if they it's funny they did a good job the people outside of their circle people right. knew right they did a good job right yeah why take the risk i can see keeping og wan around but why put her yeah, to work right. why put her to work you see what oh, i'm saying I, got, I have a good I think I got a good explanation. Oh, I'm sorry, you froze. You uh, froze up. You said, "Why you see keeping OG Wan around?" But why put her to work? Why put her yeah. anywhere near spotlight? Okay, I have a theory on that. Okay, I think I, so. I don't even call it a theory. This is just what I, I think. I think they felt indebted both of them to do that because of what I feel like she went through because of them. So. We're going to make sure you set up right after this. <laughs> you know what I mean? They Talk took to care him. of her and gave her permission. So tell me where, oh damn. So tell me where you find evidence in the music that mm-hmm. that may have played out. Because I think that's an interesting theory. It's not just what you think. That's a whole theory and I like it. That don't don't cut yourself short. That's more than what you think. That's because there's that's it's a hypothesis. You went and did some research and you found some. You see what I'm saying? So it's at least a theory. We go at least a yeah. theory. So yeah. holla at me about like in the music, so, right? So in Jay Z's second album, okay. uh, yeah. in my lifetime, Volume One, on the song "You Must Love Me," I my theory is that I think it's the second verse. Yeah, the second verse, um, where that second verse, I'm saying that he's rapping the verse as OG Wan. In the verse, he's talking about how he needed an emergency trip out of town, somebody to transport these keys, but the his usual mules <laughs> that would be moving the stuff for him across state lines and taking flights is not available, but he didn't have anyone. But this girl... This this girl, close companion of his, asks him to, you know, as says that I'm available, you know, I'll do it. It's just one time. Right? Now, I, my whole perspective is that he's writing this as OG Wong because it's supposed to be like his girl. 
that's taking the trip for him. So they strap her up with keys. And in the verse, he's mentioning another guy. Like, it's another guy helping, like, get everything together for her. And she boards the plane. And then he said, why would I send you when I know this ain't right? I mean, what would make me sacrifice your life? You must love me. And I think that was she, Desiree Perez, because she get, ended up getting caught with 42 bricks trying to transport it. I believe that was... Desiree Perez, who was OG Wan's wife, and of course OG Wan is Jay right hand man. So I believe he put it in the song that way, telling the narrative where it's not him, but he's kind of speaking from OG Wan's experience. Because and you got to think if that's your wife, she usually not into that type of thing, but she's just doing this one time thing. But this one time, she actually happened to get jammed up with forty two bricks. She's going away. Yeah, she out of gotta think you feel i know jay and him you have to feel hella responsible for it yeah that you sacrifice that person's life because they basically throwing their life away for you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's why i think where it comes in i think when when she did what she did which is wore the wire agreed to be an informant and took down part of the puerto rican and the colombian cartel mm -hmm. <laughs> that that they was like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take care of you. We're gonna set and I, you up. And I, and I think position. If and to add to your point, right? If they look at it that way, and she makes the sacrifice of wearing a wire and putting her life in danger to take down those other people, right? And right. don't nobody on her side go to prison. Mm -hmm. I can understand how they don't look at his wife as a rat. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? No, I, I get it. Mm -hmm. Even though, even though by all intents and purposes, she is. Right. But I understand why they accept her back into their fold. Right. Because, because the predicament, they, because it was their it was judgment their decision making that put her entire life in jeopardy. Right. And she stood up when it came to them. She might not stood up when it came to the global aspect of what it means to be a street person. Right. But right. in their eyes, she might not even have been a street person. Right. And that's what I'm thinking. She was not. So all they exactly. All they required of her was to stand up for us. Mm -hmm. And she seemingly has. You know. So it's splitting hairs on about Right. Whether and it looks like and to your point, it looks like she's she like, no, nah, I ain't like it looked like she, ironically, because here Cameron come back into it, right? As Alpum, <laughs> it looks like she was like Cameron at the end, you know, being in uh, paid in full. Like I, you know, I'm mean, not getting some out of town niggas. They ain't giving you no Harlem niggas be. Yeah, like, yeah, nobody from Harlem. Now think about that, Cameron, OG Wan, Harlem. I'm, a, I ain't gonna give you no Harlem niggas. I get yeah. some out of town. I ain't, she ain't tell on them. Right. But I. Tell on these people. I help take down the cartel because this is who we're getting it from. Right. Wow. Whatever is going. Oh man. And another place in the song, one other, uh, well, one other main song is on his latest album, Four Four Four, on the bonus track, the joint We Are Family. You decoded this particular one, where the verse where Jay Z starts out, he says. Fucking Bargos, I'm a narco. Colombian ties, shout out to Dapo, OG Wan also. Yes. So when we look at that, he said, 
fucking bar goes, I'm a narco. Everyone, like most of us are familiar with narcos, right? Yeah, you know what a narco is. Size. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dapo, OG Wan also. Yeah. And you yeah. you brought to my attention, like Dapo, the main letters is like DP. Who do we know? Well, let his DP connected to OG Wan and anything and Columbia. Jay-Z and, and Columbia. Yeah. Desiree yeah. Perez. Desiree Perez, Dapo. Shout out to Dapo, OG Wan. Yeah, so also. over the years, like throughout Jay Z catalog, he's dropped a bunch of context clues, as I call them, to for the listener that's paying attention to connect all the dots to get the story. Um, and actually, now I, I now when I think about it, I remember earlier that what I wanted to ask you is, how do you see the outside world of hip hop, like? Um, how do you, how do they accept this story? Everything that we just said, how do you think it'll it'll be accepted now that new light is shed on? Because it's had, I would say, two re- two, two, um, two resurgences, mm-hmm. right? Since it's happened in '94, and the people who ever knew about it at that time, it came back up late 2000s. Kind of went back under the radar with the Rockefeller breakup, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of went back under the radar, but being put, as you mentioned earlier, on Trump's <laughs> list of people he pardoned, that cast a whole new light on it and brought a lot of attention to it. And the article is like on Revolt. I'm, if, I guess it's on title. I don't know, but like a lot of platforms has articles about it. Yeah, it's definitely on Revolt. Um... Uh, Funk Flex is going crazy. Funk Flex is capping too. Yeah, and he's, like he didn't know. No, right. And he's doing uh, a live at seven o'clock talking about it. Is it seven o'clock today? I thought he was going to wait till Monday. I thought it was Monday. He doing it. Oh no, I might have misread it. You might be right, but I thought it said seven today. Yeah, yeah I think that. <laughs> yeah. I, so okay. The hip hop world is some of them gonna use it for clout, right? You know what I mean? Like Funk Flex is using it for clout. Uh, I think the younger generation, though, if if honestly, I think the younger generation, it might just they might this might even be the platforms that is coming out on maybe too high brow for them to even see it, right? But you know what's funny is you if you remember when. Takashi first got out. He mentioned this. He definitely too. mentioned it. He he mentioned it. Yeah, and he mentioned a few others because remember he came at Snoop at that time. But he definitely mentioned Desiree Perez. Yeah. Her being yeah. an executive Rock Nation. Nobody got a problem with that. Academics mentioned it too. True. Academics mentioned it too in regards to to Meek Mill. Like, right. how is it that you your CEO? Is a is an informant, and you over here doing prison reform, talking about people snitching. Like, how are you? You a hypocrite? Like he said that. So yeah, I did. think there's gonna be, I think there's gonna be a faction of people that make a big deal out of it. Um, with absolutely no context. Now, do I think, do I think it's a situation that is contextual and and deserves some nuance? I don't think there's anything in life that isn't contextual and doesn't deserve nuance. Right. Um. So I, I'm not. I'm not on that cold. This is a snitch. This ain't. This is a rat. This ain't. You shouldn't do this. Should, I'm not. I'm not on that. You know what I mean? Like I understand that everything is relative. 
you know, um, there are certain times where it's in your best interest, bro. Where what nobody in this situation, you know what I mean, in it for the good of you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like you in this by yourself. I might sound crazy, but this is just the reality of the world. I mean, yeah. shit, we just talked about one. But yeah. everybody on the all everybody on the team was like, it's in your best interest to tell. Just don't tell on us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean it so there's so much nuance. So, but I know it's gonna be a black and white argument on the internet. Yeah. You know? Which which off the bat is fallacious on the face of it. Because it's not just black and white. No. It's is it's a lot of things that gotta be contextualized and there's a lot of nuances to this whole whole thing. It's really and it's quite an anomaly also because it's actually a female as opposed to a male. And a female that was not necessarily living by a street code. Although I do remember I, I have heard an argument, no, but she was from the Bronx, she grew up in the hood, she supposed and she know whatever. No, nah, no. Nah. You know what I mean? It, it's something different. It's all relative, bro. If if this my this girl might have been she might have been a hood a gangster. But yeah. we we don't know that she was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I don't think I think the people that that can glean some attention from it will. You know what I mean? I think the people that are going to have their opinions on it, like harsh opinions, they harsh takes, Desiree Rat, all this Jay-Z standing next to a rat, all types of stuff. When now, I I ain't going to be able to tell none of them people they wrong. But I still, I'm not going to be able to ride with them and be like, yo, they need to get her out of the industry either. Now, Now, I will say, though, if she is... If she's doing what we accused her of doing earlier in this episode, though, she need to go, not die. But then she got, she, they need to get her out of the industry because you can't be in the industry setting niggas in the industry up. Not to say that's what she's doing. She still, no, she may be informing it, it, on right. something that has absolutely nothing to do with hip hop. But that just looks crazy because it's, it's that just, just looks crazy, especially with talk of well, with not even talk with facts that we know of about hip hop police, right? And how they investigate the, the hip hop police being one thing, but like it's on a whole nother level now. It's a whole nother level. So yeah. you know we can't. It it would be real hard for me to be an authentic street artist. To to even I like bring what you're saying. to even bring my partners around. Your, I like. Your what organization, you, you see what I'm saying? Like it would be if I was an authentic street nigga that that turned MC. I know that the people in my clique, you, I mean, some of them is not right. Yeah, it, I would be. I wouldn't be comfortable bringing my my business around you. Right, that would make now, me uncomfortable. Only I agree with you and. The only response to that is, will we ever hear a Benny the Butcher or any Griselda and Jay features? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because they're not going to turn one down. They don't give a shit about this. They're not going to turn that feature down. If Jay be like, yo, I want to get on that one, them niggas is going to be like, yes, thank you. They Uh, already signed. They don't care. Yeah. No, I'm just, I, I know. I just, you know I don't, what I mean? yeah, they don't give a damn. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> but you see, like, I think they smart. Uh, 
there's a lot of different types of artists, right? Yeah. If I'm an authentic, straight up, and I know I ain't, ain't, I'm not, I'm not bringing nobody around me to steal in the streets. I'm not doing that no more. I'm, I'm more adult about my situation. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not one foot in, one foot out like a younger artist may be. I'd be if I'm in Benny and Westside and Conway situation. I feel a lot better about signing the Rock Nation. I don't care who the CEO is. Yeah. And what she did, that ain't got nothing to do with me. This is a company that does. You see what I'm saying? And that's another thing. That's another thing. This ain't a black or white thing. This, you know what I mean? But this is honestly, black people got to stop being stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Absolutely. If you're going to go get the job of your life, is you worried about whether the CEO did some shit that you wasn't comfortable with? Nope. I wouldn't give a damn what the CEO of Apple did. For real. And, yeah, and whether you care, we, I'm just saying this for, for black people. It just, it, even if we did care, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't play business. You don't know. You don't know your dentist. What he do? What he did? Right. 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 Stay out of these folks' business. That's really what it's boiled down to. We might need to just stay out of these folks' business. It, it, it's just. It's just funny that this is the culture we live in, and we know that the art, that the genre, that the world that we live in is going to react to it. Uh, we just had we just had Gilly and them saying that some young boy from Texas career need to be over because his name was in some paperwork when he was thirteen. He told on somebody. Yeah, which his mom took him to the station and had him say what he saw when she gave her statement. The person killed that his brother. Crazy, that is insane. Yeah. That is insane. Like they dead wrong on that, and everybody that was doing that taking pictures down and post down they had with him in this song that's man that is ignorant that, the, the, and, and like you said the, the industry should have the same energy for rock nation if, if that's you, how they really feel right if you, yeah because not it's just showing that like you you know what i mean you faking you halfway in it. you bullying you bullying you you fighting who you know you can beat Right, but when it's somebody, I think, I think, because you brought up a point, right? And I want to speak to it because it, right. I didn't know whether, it, as a broader topic, topic, it was enough. It's, it's idol worship that you was yeah. bringing up, right? And I want, I want you to, I'm, a, I'm gonna say my piece, and then I want you to explain what you were saying. You see what I'm saying? But I think this might be my counter to what you were saying. I think All a right. lot of times people. It's, it's less idol worship and more people pick on who they think they can beat. Mm. They won't pick on a the person they don't think they can beat. Right. They won't even speak on a the person they don't think they can beat. Right. So it might and, be less worship Yeah, yeah, yeah. than just people not standing on their own like they say they do. True. I, I can see that. And I, I can see that perspective for sure. But it's funny, as you said that, I came up with a whole nother perspective. But I'm going to go back and say, like, my idol worship thing. I feel like artists that people love and, you know what I mean, admire and look up to and they're the biggest artists, like a J, like, nobody don't want to say, like, they, they get passes. The more loved you are, the more cherished you are in the eyes of the hip-hop community, yeah. right? Yeah. You give them passes for certain stuff that you wouldn't give 
a, a, a rapper that's on a lower scale of pay and lower scale of fame. Yeah. You would give yeah. and, power. and power, right? But and so I think that's what goes. That's what I think. This was kind of an example of that. But then, of course, you just gave antithesis, which saying that no, maybe it's more so. People are not going after. Uh, they won't mention. You know, what I mean, people that they know they can't beat, essentially. Right. But right. then I thought about this: people in power have influence. People in power have money. Number one, that's what empowers them, right? Their financial resources. So I thought about this. People don't want to say anything against somebody they think they may can get a favor from at a certain time. Facts. Facts. I would like I'm I'm saying if I'm that type of person, right, man, I, I would love a Rock Nation deal or check or whatever. So I'm not gonna say anything to offend that side. Right. But on this other side, these other dudes, I'll say something about it. Like, see, you know what I mean? And so yeah. that might be a part of it too. Absolutely. I mean, you hear people saying I got Jay's I got Jay's number, but I'm only gonna call him for that that special thing. Like I'm not yep. going, you see what I'm saying? It's like, so yes, I guarantee you people are current favor by leaving stuff out. Mm-hmm. And you got somebody like Flex that don't feel like his, he has the favor that he works curd. So he yeah. lashing out. Mm-hmm. He ain't, you know, like he don't see himself being able to get that dollar with him later. So it doesn't benefit him to not say nothing. Right. So if he, if he, yeah, if he feel if, you know, what I mean, if he feels like he sees, uh, you know, what I mean, the foul on the play, he gonna call it because he he, he ain't worried because he already know he ain't gonna get, he, he gonna, don't got he ain't getting nothing on that side. He gonna call him when it benefits him. Yeah, because he could have called it in June. Yeah, true. Or before then. Or before then, he could have called but this he, in June 2017 said, if he wanted to. Right, because even though he said, you know, what I mean, on his recent post that. He's just finding out about that today. That's uh, and I got a theory about that too. Okay. Right? He's just finding out about it today. I think that's an absolute lie because if we down here in North Carolina fucking knew about it, you damn sure working with Jay-Z on the radio, having history with him and just being in the same city, you you knew. If we knew in the South, damn it, you knew yeah. up there. Yeah. Right. But I think what he's going to try to do when he's pressed like that or someone mentions that, like, stop fronting like you ain't know before today. He's going to say, well, look at my wording. I'm saying I didn't know she was on the pardon list to today. He's going to flip it. Yeah, I think he's going to do I think I think that's I think you're right. And I think for what he's going for is smart because it's the troll within the troll. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole statement is a troll but then if right. I can get you to nitpick my statement we got a whole nother level of conversation I'm just right. building content by by misquoting by misspeaking uh, right outrage he's trolling himself, he's trolling himself. the troll within a troll is you trolling yourself this is troll bait yeah he wants you to jump in his comments and call him a liar mm-hmm. he, he baiting us yeah <laughs> huh yeah, I mean, well, it's working because I see. I think you're a liar. How about that? I think you're lying because you knew. <laughs> yeah, he definitely knew, and he hey. know we he knew. 
none of us knew about the part list until the day. Right, right. But that's what you're going to try. You see what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah. None yeah, of us knew that. We knew about Lil Wayne before today, and we heard about Harry O, but we didn't even know they, you see what I'm saying? But nobody knew Desiree was going to be on there before today. So if that's your argument, bro, no, nah, you can't run with that one because right. that's an obvious. Now, let me ask you this. I, I got to know your thoughts on this. How do you think her name ended up there? That's the million dollar question. That's the million dollar question. That's the million dollar. This is why how I think it got there. Because I I have I have a few conversations a week with one of my best friends, Black, right? And we we have like the most in-depth, theoretical, philosophical it, conversations about politics. I mean, conjectural. You know, like, so you know, like sometimes it's fantasy, but we just go at it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I watch a lot of this stuff. So I, so my opinions and my thoughts will be right for this conversation. So right. in my thinking for that, like we've been talking about the pardons, of course. Mm-hmm. I know that this weekend, Trump's lawyers, a few of Trump's lawyers, got together with Trump and his family his inner circle and told them that it was not, it was in his best interest to not part of himself or his family members. Right. Because it would appear guilty. You know, another thing that they told them was that there should be a large number of people added or on his pardon list. If they're not only already on there that speak to criminal justice reform. Mm, okay. You see what I'm saying? Pandering even still, you know what I mean? Like he's still like, he, they, they, they were trying to pass a farm. They're trying to make him feel like, you know, this is something that might help you in the future. Like you actually have a future, you orange bitch. Uh, <laughs> but you don't, you orange fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. So. I think, I think, and if you read, and if you remember when I read Desiree's description of her uh, pardon, mm-hmm. I'll read it again. President Trump granted a full pardon to Desiree Perez. Ms. Perez was involved in a conspiracy to distribute narcotics. Since her conviction, Ms. Perez has taken full accountability. Of, I said it wrong last time, too. Accountability for her actions has turned her life, life around. She has been gainfully employed and has been an advocate for criminal justice reform in her community. That last sentence. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Put it criminal, reju- criminal justice reform on some high-powered names, on some big names if i if i pardon the ceo of one of the major record labels next to jay-z it's almost shitting in jay-z's it's almost it's almost a diss because it's stirring up it's 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 like it's stirring up shit when it was unnecessary yeah in a way but 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 see and that's what that's what i was getting to is like because there's a lot of people that do criminal you know is advocates for criminal reform so why her you know what i mean but the the, the names have to ring out because just doing it for advocates of criminal reform don't help you yeah 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 like I if i'm it. an advocate of criminal reform letting one of my boys out ain't gonna do him no good letting one of snoop boys out though mm-hmm. gonna ring out mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying letting the ceo of rock nation go it's going to ring out. Letting Kodak Black go is going to ring out. Yeah. Letting Lil Wayne. Because there's absolutely no reason for Kodak Black and Lil Wayne to be out. 
Right. And I and I was just that's funny. There's nothing uh, they ain't them niggas ain't did shit to get part. Yeah. And I was just asking because um because I was trying to force you into another a new theory of <laughs> Oh, where? Okay, okay, talk to of, me, of talk that, to me. Of where that came from. But uh but no nah, no, nah, we like I'm I'm gonna let that one rest. But Obama pardoned people, like he could have pardoned her. You know what I'm saying? And, and it would have made more sense then because Jay actually, as he said, I'm I'm part of the small reason the president we got is black, right? Like it would have made more sense. It wouldn't have made it would have made more sense unless it's a diss, right? But but like Jay Jay and Desiree and 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 OG one did not need this. This yeah, was, this was unnecessary attention, and I'm certain they didn't go asking for it. They probably told Obama, "You better not put her name on that fucking list. Like we don't need that shit." Like she, you see what I'm saying? So this, I don't, I don't think this was a favor. This woman ain't been locked up ever. I know, I know. This ain't a favor. You see what I mean? Like this is not a favor from Trump yeah. at all. It, it, it's a favorable act. But it's not a favor. Every favorable act you do for a person ain't a favor, bro. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, y'all know you know that. I'm just saying it out loud. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so Yo, that's, that's how I think she got on the list. I think he using her. Mm. I think he using her. And and you don't think Trump is vindictive, and he don't. You don't think you don't remember when Trump mentioned Jay Z by name? I don't remember. Uh-uh. It was what during you- it was during the it was during the elections last time when he when he campaigned for Hillary in the last day of the election Jay Z performed in Philly. Okay. You see, or the last week, you know what I mean? He mentioned Jay, and I think Jay Z cursed on stage or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and Trump was making a big deal about how this rapper Jay Z cursed on stage, and I guess he's trying to get people to come vote for Hillary. You understand what I'm saying? Like he he's holding. Everything, bro. He don't let nothing go. That's funny. He don't let nothing go. It might not be directly that, but I yeah. know. But that whole, but that didn't help. Is what I'm saying. Right. That whole it's- criminal justice reform thing, though. I think that's why you see so many names, so many recognizable black names on there. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the ones that he could do it and and throw some shit on the person. He don't. He doing it. Yeah, you know that's. I mean, ain't that crazy, man? When like a presidential pardon is is isn't in your best interest? Yeah, that's. Yeah, and it's bringing unwanted attention. She gotta write a book, bro. Yeah, she gotta write a book. She gotta write a book. If she was smart. She already got written. She would drop it next week. Yeah, <laughs> along with the movie, right? Word. Because this is, I mean, wow, wow. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Could this be the narrative for some female for sure. rapper? Yeah, for sure. Exactly what Desiree did to tell it in all. Yeah. And them holding me down after I come back and all this good shit could be her, could be a narrative for a female rapper. Absolutely, for sure. 
someone can pick up that narrative and run with it and it and it go. And that right there is the double spent standard that you were speaking to. Yeah. Cause that couldn't possibly be ain't no man on the planet could pick that up, that narrative up and run with it. Uh no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Nah, I don't no. give a damn who you told on. Favorite, yeah, your favorite rappers could not pick it up and go. That's not gonna work for Cam. That ain't gonna work for Benny. Ain't nobody like, ain't nobody trying to hear that, man. It ain't gonna work, period. But I do believe a female rapper could pick that narrative up and run with it, mm-hmm. and it worked. That's crazy. Because I hate to bring this up, but we talk about the misogyny in hip hop. Mm-hmm. But when just think about how like. You know what I mean? People, like the whole uh, 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 a permeating theme has been in hip-hop is, you know what I mean, hoes and bitches. And they ain't shit. You don't trust them. I, you know, I fuck them. I don't care about them. Right. That's been an overwhelming thing. Right. But when girls have adopted, when, when, when certain female artists have picked up, right, the, I don't know what you want to call it, the whole bitch bag, and and and, and build a around it. They pop. Thought hop. Popped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thought hop. And they pop. So somebody's loving it. So they, I'm just saying, it's another thing. You like you dissing something, like, but then everyone loves it. Yeah. Like, it shit right. is so conflicted. Hip hop is my favorite genre of music, and it's the universal hack or a global a global hack. It is the biggest global hack, right? But it is because it has crossed so many boundaries and and it brings so many people together, stuff like that. It is the most conflicted and convoluted genre of music. Absolutely. So you're gonna find you're gonna find deep hypocritical uh, themes and and a bunch of double standards all throughout. <laughs> Yeah, hip, you're gonna find double standards. You're gonna find hypocrisies. You're gonna you're gonna find sinister themes. You but you're gonna find all the opposite of that. You yeah. might find that and the opposite on the same album. On the same album, yeah. You know. So, but yeah, you're right. Hip hop is that. Hip hop is hip hop is hip hop is the only place where Desiree Perez can exist. Mm-hmm. It's the only place that it's the only place that it even matters that she exists, though. Yeah, that's true too. In music, like this, don't even matter. I think that's something that we need to. I think that's important. Like when we talk about who is Desiree Perez, right? And you know, getting going through all our convoluted talk, because I don't know if this, I don't know if our conversation makes sense to a person that don't know what we talk about. Got you. I just want to say that because I don't know what to listen. Because this here was literally a conversation between me and you about something we know about us about something we interested in, and I right. don't know how good a job we did informing people. You know what I mean? Like, like bringing them along. I just don't know. I, I I can't speak to that. You know. Yeah. But what I can speak to is the fact that it's important because. If you look outside of this genre of music and take mm-hmm. her story and put her at any other company in any other genre of music, this is a non-story. Yeah, this not this won't make no headlines. This wouldn't even have been a blog. Yeah. It's insignificant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is this is nothing. You know what I mean? So 
it's important because it's only important here. Why is that? It, it is, and it's only important because of uh, because of a particular narrative and the personas that people adopted within hip hop that says snitching is bad, it violates the street code because you got this influx of street, high luxury drug deal rap. And yep. part of uh, something that goes against that um, is, of course, uh, the number one thing is snitching. Yep. And so that's why this is even a thing in hip hop, because it seems to violate the, the highest code. You know, The I mean? highest code from outside hip hop. From outside. You yep. know what I mean? Which is, which is, I don't know, it's, it's just a, it's a paradox, bro. It's like, if it's, if it's only in this genre. Right, and it doesn't exist in any of the other ones. Is it a flaw? Mm. You see oh. what I'm saying? It's like you, you know right. what I mean. Like if all of, all this is there's a different species, species. of dogs, mm-hmm. right? Right. And all of and them all are built the same, and this one over here got something in it that makes it tear itself apart, makes it talk, whatever it does. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Is it, it a, like, a defect or something? A is flaw? It a defect yeah. in this dog. Mutation, yeah. yeah. There's a mutation in hip hop. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's a good thing. That's a good. That's a good question. Um, I, I and I guess both sides could be argued that it is and it isn't. Right, because I, I, I think the street element being brought into the music added something to the music that needed to be there, a more journalistic side. But I think once you stir that street element, unnecessary. Huh? But I think it also brought unnecessary baggage. It definitely it brought unnecessary baggage. It's the code. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, people not living by pe- gangsters, and I, I hate to keep referring back to it, but paid in full. Alpo, he was a person that killed a bunch of people. He still told. He not only did he kill people, he still went to jail. You know, most snitches, you you the purpose of telling is to basically get off. Mm-hmm. But but certainly at very least get your time extremely uh, reduced. But I mean he still ended up doing twenty plus years, yeah. and he mur- and he murdered multiple people, and he still told on someone. See, so the whole image and persona of being a street dude or a gangster that doesn't even if you really are that that doesn't exonerate you from being a snitch. Nah. So so it's like so it's kind of like. And, and people kind of still fear him. Uh, but so it's kind of like, this is where, where the whole paradox and contradictions come into play. So like, what is this good for? Because it doesn't take away or add to any quality of the music, which is all we're concerned about, getting good music. Facts. I don't really care about whether Drake can fight or not, or whether Drake shoot or not. I just need good music. I just want to get records. Right. But the other stuff is insignificant. It's immaterial. But I, I it, it, it only becomes important when that person is adopting a particular persona that people buy into and believe. But however, music has progressed so much that we pretty much all know that the shit is WWF. And 98% of people talking about the shit, if you're talking about it, you're not living it. Yeah. True. We all know as adults, we all know as adults that it's 99% WWF, right? These kids don't see that. 
And I understand why they don't see it because so many rappers is getting shot and all this other foolishness is happening. So it makes the genre appear more real and dangerous than it actually is. It's as real as dangerous as these people are stupid. I think, yeah, I, I no, I get you. You Absolutely. see what I'm saying? It's only as real as dangerous as these people are stupid. I hate to talk about it that way, but it literally is only as real and dangerous as these people are stupid. And I don't think these kids realize it. It's always is is literally as fake as it's always been, right? But it gets real and dangerous when these people that ain't really who they say y'all go out in the streets, or if they are, they really who they say they are, and they go out in the streets and don't protect themselves as if they say they are who they say they are. Right, right. Um, I think what we're seeing is the the it's the whole art imitating life thing. But I think at this point, it's the, it's like the art trying to catch up to the, to the life, living it out what they're saying, mm. which is art. When it used to be, it was the, the life being expressed in the art. Right. Uh, but it was like, it kind of like the, I don't know. Simply put, kind of like. I want to rap about a gun, or so I'm gonna go buy a gun so I can rap about it, and and, and it's real because I actually rapping about a gun that I have, as opposed to I know I don't carry guns and I'm rapping about it. So like they trying to catch up to what to what they're saying to make it real. Yeah, that's happening. I agree, that's absolutely happening. But that shit was happening when we was kids too. Um. But but we didn't see it that way. Yeah. We just saw our lives changing mm-hmm. do you see what I'm saying we just saw our lives changing things but that we might not have reacted exactly We never, I don't think we ever did it intentionally do you understand what I'm saying to take on the persona of the music that we listened to I don't think we ever did it intentionally but I right. think we did kind of do it Okay, because I was going to say, like, so the first gun I ever got, right, mm-hmm. was 10th grade after, like, I had never really had problems with anyone. I knew people in all di- mad neighborhoods mm-hmm. and all throughout Raleigh because and Garner, like, so I didn't have no gun. One time when I, someone, a group of people tried to jump me for something that was an argument between my man and another person from another neighborhood about his girl, and I, but they couldn't. They didn't see him. They saw me. They tried to jump me. Then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That that ain't. They didn't because I got away. Right. <laughs> but but I and I immediately went and got a hammer. And <laughs> needless to say, I never had a problem again after that. Right. I, and I let it off. I ain't never had no problem after that. Never. I had no problems. You know what I mean? Um. But, I feel you. I feel but, you. But but, but, but before, you know, I'm rapping the whole time, right? But I right. never rapped about having no burner until after that time because I didn't believe in rapping about something that I wasn't involved in or wasn't doing. Now sure. that still kind of, I guess, would be kind of bad or kind of is the same thing, but it took a different route for me to get there. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't looking to rap about that type of thing. Although, um, you know what I mean, but. Then I am. Now it is in my music because now I really am. 
I totally understand. Like I, I totally, I totally get it. But that's 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 kind of what I'm saying though. Like you would have never seen that. Is I put it to you this way. I put it to you this way. Yeah. Without the music, mm-hmm. getting jumped. What's the alternative? Buying a hammer ain't one of them without the music. Oh, so I'm confused. What do you mean by that? Your option to buy a hammer came from the music. Okay, I, well, I don't. I mean, I just. Do you I understand mean, what I'm saying? Guns existed before I got jumped. I, I know just, you knew guns. Is, I know you knew guns existed before you got <laughs> jumped. But take hip hop out of your life. If they was about to jump you, do you think it's in your parameter to go get a hammer? Okay, I all right. I think I understand what you're saying. So no, exactly. Mine either. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Like guns being prior to hip hop, guns being around with some shit that your uncle or your dad had laying around in the closet. Or protection with a rifle or something like that. Like, yeah, exactly. But after hip hop, a gun was something that you saw and I saw that if you decided you was gonna do something to me, I was gonna put something in you. A hole. (laughs) A hole. Yeah. But that's that's post hip hop. Right. I don't know that I don't know that that sentiment would have been there without. That's kind of my point. We don't know that we that we doing what we. Yeah, no, you got it. I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, point so, I think it's happening to these dudes too. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, and it's happening with higher artillery. It's happening with the internet. So they closer to each other, even when right. they're further away. Right. And that's what's crazy is because I was going to make the point. What's crazy is, but I didn't, we didn't have a bunch of shootings and fatalities then. Mm-mm. Even with us having guns in our possession and stuff. But you just said something like they're closer, even though they're further away, higher artillery. Everything is just way more intensified. Yep. And again, the further you go back, you don't really have social media or the internet boom, so you don't know where people are moving around to. Right, right. You know, you may never see these people. And if you really want to, you can avoid them. Yeah, and yeah. Truthfully, you can avoid them. You right. can avoid them. Mm-hmm. You know, but nowadays you can't even avoid nobody and be comfortable where you are. Not on the internet. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you drop your location or or you show that you frequent this place or you know what I mean? Like it's it's a whole different zone. So I know and it's funny we got all the way here from Desiree Perez, but I think this I think Desiree Perez's name popping up on a pardon list. You know what I mean? For from President Trump shows how integral crime has gotten into hip hop. Right. That's true. It's, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way in the hell. This shouldn't be a story. It, no, it shouldn't be. And it's only a story here. Right. And you know what's funny is, now watch this. And not to make it a black and white thing, as you said, but it is. Mm-hmm. Right? But, look, I'm just thinking about classical music, right? I love classical music. Right? right? right. I, like, um, I, I like a lot of people, Johann Sebastian Bach, Johann Sebastian Strauss, like just a bunch of, and then Yashua Haishin Fetz, who's like considered the greatest violinist, 
right? One of the greatest violinists ever. But I'm just thinking about that. I'm thinking about bluegrass, country, mm-hmm. um, would you consider pop, um, rock? Like, there is really no other genre that crime is so intricately linked to than hip-hop. There's no other genre that has police named after their genre to police them. That's a fact. There's no country police. There's no heavy metal police, but there's hip-hop police. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, and so, but also when we look at we look at that, crime being so intricately linked to that genre, police having a, a particular department that focuses specifically on hip-hop artists, and then you look, and of course, hip-hop is dominated <laughs> mostly by black men and women. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? So it it, it is, um, I, well, I can say this, hip-hop is truly a reflection of the black and white America that exists. Of the experience. Of the experience, yeah. absolutely. That's true. It is a true reflection of the experience. Yeah. We get policed differently than every everything that ever existed. Everything that exists in our plane, we get policed different. Right, and, let, and let's be clear. Various, depending on rock, Plastic rock, something different. But heavy metal and some of these other divisions of rock, you will hear criminality in it. What? Satanism. Right. Yeah, downright Satanism. Yeah. Right. I mean, and in country music, I'd be damned if they don't sing about the outlaw. They definitely do. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's definitely, the outlaw was a guy. He's the guy in country music. So there's crime there. So, right, so it goes back to we are policed differently. We are treated differently, even in the musical genres. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, so um, Desiree Desiree Perez's story, I mean, it's good because it gives gives birth to some other themes that we find rippling throughout the hip-hop community. Right, right. who she is is important because I think it, like you said, it speaks to, I didn't realize it before we started the conversation, but who she is and the fact that she's important speaks to hip hop in a way that I hadn't really considered. Yeah. You know what I mean? It made us consider hip hop in a way that, I mean, we've considered it before, but I didn't know it was going to get us there from this. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, like you said, I, I, it's a lot of. I still don't know how she ended up. Like, I would love to sit down and ask him why her. Right, I would love to. Like know. to get a specific answer from him, like why her. I would right. love that. Because I know off the top of his head, he just didn't know her. I'm telling you, people brought him names. I, I, right. Well, you, you know I, this, I but who brought that name. I want to talk to the person that brought that name. Exactly. And I'm telling you, in and if you go to the, it's a White House, it's a White House a link, yeah. and they have a hundred and so names. And if you read through it for the listeners, y'all go read through it, and I promise you, it'll show who was it that sought and endorsed this person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's five, ten, twenty names of people that endorsed this person for pardon. Yeah. Under Desiree's is only what I read on this show. And I read it twice. It's only that one short paragraph. And it is no detail about what she actually did. It just says she got caught with some narcotics. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? But in other people's things, it, it said how much time they served, what they yeah. got caught with. You know what I mean? Like, all types of stuff. But hers, extremely vague. Yeah. So, uh, that's one thing. Okay, so let me ask you, what What are a few things, What, if anything, what are you left questioning? If you got any questions you like answered out of everything that we had this conversation other than other than how did her name because that's our that's our main question right yeah. is how did her name get on that list uh yeah it how did her name get on that list um that's that's kind of it, it i'm a lyrically driven dude like you hear the beat first i hear with the words first so i am i'm trying to figure out is and I think I may have cracked the code now. Uh, or deciphered another part of J. Rom's from I'll Never Change on Blueprint, where everybody said, even Bleak himself said, Man, I don't know what he's talking about, that's crazy. But when he said, I lost 96 bricks and had to fall back to the this and that, you know, I mean, had A1 credit, got more crap from the first to the fifth, gave it all fat. This is before rap, now I'm four, yeah, this is yeah. all fat. So 96 bricks is like. No, if I'm your plug and I front you 96 and you fuck up 96 kilos, you ain't getting shit back. I don't care what your credit, you know what I mean? Even if you was good before, that's crazy. So, but now I'm figuring it out. 96, she got knocked with 42. Uh-huh. So I think I think it really may be he took losses in different places because 42, 96, that is what, 54 bricks still out there. Right, I, right. I'm sure I can find it somewhere. I listen back to his catalog. I find catalog, a, you find a few more situations where he lost some, yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's all in his music. Yeah. If you, I think well, it's all the, in his music. I never in my life, I, even though I've been knowing for years now, right, that she mm-hmm. got not 42, I never even thought to equate that into his line about the 96. Right. Yeah, I can see that easy. I can see that easy. I think the only other thing that... I, well, not the only, but one of the other questions I would want to have is, and this is just nosy shit, like, <laughs> what yeah. was her reaction? Like, what was her reaction? There and you what go. Was, and what was that conversation between her, Jay, and OG Wan like? I would, that's today? it. Right that's it. That's the main, I would love to know her reaction and what their dialogue around this pardon is. I would love just to yeah, that would be epic right there. Yeah. It would be dope if they just randomly one day came out and talked about it and did a special. If he was smart, well, he is smart, but I'm saying it would be a smart thing for him to do to redirect energy, flow of energy, and people back to title for subscription. Desiree Perez tells all, sit down with OG Wan and Jay-Z and tell all to have somebody moderate it. Yo, and but you can only get it if on you subscribe. Title. Bro, that's a million dollar idea. Do you fucking know how many people are gonna subscribe to that? I would. Everybody gonna subscribe just to watch that. Yep. One time yep. subscription fee or whatever it costs to subscribe, bro. Yep. If 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 Jay was the, if I was to talk to Jay tonight, I'd be like, yo, this is the idea I got. I'm telling you, it's gonna double everything for title site. Mm-hmm. And he looked at it, and I'm. I'm they gotta know this is a good ass story, so they it's got, like, and they can do a movie. Well, well, obviously they know it's a good story because been sprinkling the shit in his music since '96, like since '90s with '97. 
Right. So I'm like, come on, come on, man. You got to do this. I mean, do you understand? It's like, that's, that's one of those reasons I, complete conjecture. I have apps, but this is one of those, the, the lore and the myth that they bring, that they build about people, right? If you don't notice when Jay-Z's in an interview, he's always looking and talking to the person as if he has information that they just aren't aware of. Mm-hmm. It might not have anything to do with what they're talking about. <laughs> but there's a look and there's a presence that he gives people is that he's armed with secrets and information that you don't know anything about. And he's talking to you and he's keeping his words minced. And, you know, you're not getting much from him. This nigga be, really got... He be, huh? He be speaking from up here. <laughs> exactly. But it but it's, it's, it may be because he actually has the best secrets in the world. Like, I got the best stories. Yeah. And I'm sitting... You sitting here asking me about this, and I know what stories I have. Like, this is insane. Yeah, I, yeah so I do, I, I do have a question. Uh, and this is just a question. Not necessarily for them specifically right but a question why it, but it's coming on the heels of what you just said why has nobody ever asked them this that is interviewed right, right. Charlemagne, DJ Envy Angelie I remember that being one of his last radio interviews why didn't they ask Funk they flex. Both claim Funk Flex y'all avid listeners of his music and y'all in New York y'all, some of y'all knew about this so why no one see? And that goes back to what I said was the idol worship theory, but maybe more so seeking favor or can't beat the person, so you don't want to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to. I ask. I want to know. Yeah, shit. I want to know. The the most he gonna be like, bro, is that's none of your business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you say that, I say, uh, got you. All right. Next question. Because believe me, I got a billion more things I can ask you about your music other than that. But if you will, but I'm going to take my shot now. Because if you're willing to open up on my interview with me and talk about this, oh. Oh, this all we talk about. Yeah. It's in depth. We're going to get it. Yeah. Yep. I, man. Yeah, I agree. With their, all three of their life was like at that time where they're going through this in 94. Imagine, imagine a podcast or a, a video show, and you hearing Desiree's story about what happened, and then you hearing Juan's story about what happened, and then you hearing from three different like they're not together at all, and you just hearing the three different perspectives bro, of the story. Bro, that, listen to me, good. Doing a podcast about it would be good, or like, like yo. It's, Bro, look, this is a billion dollar idea. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. I already doing an interview on title site that would drive up their numbers, right? But imagine what you just said. There are three different perspectives. Perspectives, and I'm saying this because you know I like I, I like power series. But now there's like this recent one just came from Tariq perspective. Do a fucking series. Yep. Yep. From all three y'all perspectives. Number one, you gotta start out from from Jay, because he's the highlight. I think I would start with Jay or Desiree Perez, but I would just say Jay because because it would garner more attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole thing would garner attention because it's tied to him and Rock Nation as a whole. But either however you sequence it, Jay perspective, 
Desiree perspective, OG Wan perspective, because all of them felt different ways. That one, you're married. They're, they're married, so I feel a different type of way and have a different type of perspective as this being my wife that's facing all this time. Her being that I'm facing all this time and what I'm going to do because I know who I'm connected to. Then Jay being a friend and then that's your right hand man girl. Like it's just so many perspectives. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, Those would be crazy. Imagine that's what you're saying right now. With, exactly. Imagine what you're saying right now. Doing that, but they run concurrently. Yeah, yeah. With, with, but they all share art. They all share actors. But this one looks different because it's from Jay's perspective, and this one looks different and feels different because it's from Wands and this one. But they all own at the same time. Yeah, telling the same story. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So at the same <laughs> time that she's telling this part of the story, he's going through the emotion that caused this, and Jay is over here worried that this. But these stories are all happening at the same time. But you don't. It's not flipping back and forth. It's just three different series. Oh, uh, yo, you, what's um, what's uh, what's Rock Nation's uh, main email? Who's see him? We need to send an invoice. Facts, facts, facts. We just gave them a a, a billion dollar idea, two billion dollar ideas. I mean, even if they, I mean, of course, change the names and lie. You know what I mean? Right. Whatever you got to do, but this needs to happen. People need to know this story, yo. I mean, do they really need to know this story? But they do. I think they do. And you know what makes it so significant because it's coming from one of the biggest figures of hip-hop of all time. Right. And his music, his whole catalog is riddled with this story. So, yeah. Yo, at the end of Jay's career, the very end, you start releasing this type of content and then you tell people that it's in the music. Do you know what's going to happen to that catalog? you talking about, you know how people die and then they're like MF Doom, his streams like was like been number one or whatever. Do you know what that'll do? Streams <laughs> mm-hmm. go insane. Yeah. And he become another legend all over again. Yeah. As long as the statute of limitations is up, he good. Yeah, that was and, 90. So I think they good. And she ain't got shit to worry about. She just got pardoned. Yeah, she don't got nothing to worry about. She turned her badge in today. She should have been doing dirt the whole time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She Gucci. Damn, son. But yeah, man. This is one of those good, good fantasy episodes, man. We just kind of yeah. cut the cut cut the mic on and see where it go off a topic, yeah. off of something we just genuinely interested in. Mm-hmm. And it always finds a way to work all our thoughts on what we thought might be good enough, what might not be good enough, what yeah. might not be enough. But yeah, we all figured out how to work it all in, and not even figured out; it just naturally works in because things we want to talk about. Right, but man, you think we did enough on Desiree? But yeah, man, and until until you and I, you know, co-write and uh, direct this Netflix series we're gonna do and I'm host this him. host this uh, interview with them on Titan, moderate it. Yeah, until then, <laughs> we're done. You done spoke that thing into existence, so yeah. that's what it is. That's what it is. Hey, but as usual, man, I'm gonna ask y'all. To go to Instagram and Facebook and follow us at Conversate for a Few. Make sure you hit the subscribe and notification link on YouTube so you can know when the show drops every week. Uh, make sure you follow us and subscribe on Apple Music, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, everywhere you can get a podcast, make sure you subscribe to the show. 
Stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. We're going to get to work on this book soon. Uh, yeah. Free Desiree. I guess ain't no reason to say Free Desiree because she out. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> nah, but other than that, yo, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip-hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud. Debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.